Guns and Radio Podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, once again. We are here for a very special episode that we are really excited to bring to you. As always, I'm Dustin Bones, joined by my partner in perfect crime, and I remembered to say it this time, <laughs> Chris the Maniac Caputo. What is going on, Guns and Radio listeners, fans, everyone around the world, I guess. <laughs> Friends, homies. Uh, compadres. The fam, as the kids call it nowadays. <laughs> oh, those pesky kids with their big words. Fucking millennials. <laughs> we have a fun episode uh, for us today because it is, we're actually, uh, by the time they hear this, I think it'll be safe to let the secret out. Uh, we're dropping this episode a couple of days early. And oh, the reason yeah. for that is... Because today is the 20th anniversary of the release of the 1999 Guns N' Roses song, Oh My God. 20 years. Damn, time flies. I know, right? And the thing that uh, I'm also going to be doing here in just a minute, for those of you who want to watch along, (laughs) I'm not going to promise how well it's going to stay synced up for this episode because it's not a priority for what we're doing. Uh, I am going to be watching End of Days. And by watching, I use that word loosely. I'm just going to hit play and occasionally glance over at the TV to torture myself. Because <laughs> I, I like uh, the the song that we're going to listen to, which is really awesome. Uh, this movie is not. Um, that I can agree with. It's, it's a mediocre Schwarzenegger film. I think, you know, um, Arnold really has uh, reached the peak of his cockiness with the theme of this movie. Like, instead of taking on robots from the future and shit like that, he's taking on God and Satan and... And religion. (laughs) Defying the prophecy and uh, shit all while drunk the whole time. Uh, (laughs) So let me tell you what I'm doing. I refuse to pay for this piece of shit. So I found it on uh, Tubi TV. So there's going to be commercials that are going to pop up during it. So there's really no way to stay synced up with me. But if you want to, right now I've got it paused. I'm one second in. I'm going to go ahead and hit play. All right. So, uh, yeah, you guys do what you need to do to, to watch along if you really want to. It's on Tubi TV. Yep. You should be seeing the Universal thing right now. And uh, if I remember correctly, the the opening credits for this crappy-ass movie are uh, pretty long. So, um, yeah. So, Chris, what's been new with you this week? Oh, not much. I've just been uh, checking out the socials. Wink, oh. wink. <laughs> Do tell. How yeah. can others possibly... Uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't write a segue this week, I guess. <laughs> I'll be taking care of that one then. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, sorry. To plug the socials, first things first. <laughs> um, so Twitter and Instagram is both the same thing. It's at Guns and Radio Pod. Guns, it's the letter N. You don't need no like ampersands or any of that stuff. It's, it's letter N, Radio Pod. Uh, we've been... We got some new followers. We're getting close to our uh, 100th uh, Twitter followers to challenge. 
Oh, man, that's going to be nice. We're getting there slowly but surely. So for those, I guess, who haven't, I guess, or are still new to this podcast or maybe missed a couple episodes beforehand, I remember a few weeks back, I believe, Dustin, you mentioned about reaching 100 followers, and we do a bonus show for you guys, and you guys get to pick the topic. It's going to be obviously GNR-related, but I don't know if we'd be maybe reviewing another song, or my idea was that like we could review certain historic shows from the band's history oh, and that do that. Cool. Yeah. That would be neat also. Uh, yeah, man, that's going to be uh that's going to be an exciting thing uh to look forward to in the future. Uh no doubt. Let me turn this shitty music down real quick. A little louder than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Epic orchestra. End of yeah. days. If you got in, uh, if you follow me and Caputo on Twitter, uh, the other day when I first tried to watch this, uh, I got curious and was finally going to, like, I had a little time to watch a movie, so I was like, okay, I'm going to finally check out End of Days, because I'd never seen it. Um, and then I looked it up on, uh, I looked it up and everybody wanted to sell it to me, and I was like, eh, I don't think I want to pay it's not worth buying <laughs> money for this movie because this is the internet. Uh, and, uh, it was three ninety nine on YouTube and that was still way more than I was willing to pay for it, but it was free on Tubi TV. So I'm like, okay. And I mean, it's got ads, but you know, uh, so do the movies on television. They have much more ads and I still watch them. Yeah. And I think I got like, maybe an hour into it before i gave up but i think i tweeted you i was about i was i was a good 45 minutes into it because i was thinking okay it's just taking a little while to really get going because i mean it starts out interesting enough and then they just kind of drop the ball like that it's like it's like they start out telling a pretty okay story and then they forget what they're doing halfway through it you know what i'm saying and it just it it just it's not like the good kind of weird. It's uh, just fucking weird. Very fucking weird. <laughs> There's the scrolls right there. I want that. Uh, I want that prop. That's what we're gonna start doing, Chris. We're gonna start keeping all of our notes and uh, memos for uh, for this show on scrolls. <laughs> yeah, I do it old school, man. You can't trust uh, the Russians hacking my Google Drive account or anything. Oh, I know, right. so uh, a little bit more on the end of today's film Uh, uh, let's play a game Chris guess what the percentage they got was of positive feedback on Rotten Tomatoes Um, I'm guessing the critics probably gave like a 27% oh that's generous oh wow it's actually all over the place. It got an 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, oh fuck. 33% on Metacritic. But 87% like the movie uh, from Google users. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel I like it's a thing a- nowadays where it's like critics will like literally shit on, this, shit on certain movies. But, like, the audience, like us, the people love it. It's a very polarizing thing nowadays, a lot of movies, especially this year. Yeah, I saw where they uh, did that bullshit to Dave Chappelle. Oh, yeah. Uh, All of the critics on Rotten Tomatoes, they gave it, like, 
hardly anything. It got like a one or some shit. But then what they did was, and they didn't tell in the headlines, is they kept it closed so that audience members could not vote on it until all of these uh, articles got released about how Dave Chappelle's losing it because he only got this much on it. And then they opened it for people to vote mm-hmm. after they got all those articles out. Yeah, that was his recent one where he just like went off and shit. Like that was a really good stand-up special, I think. That was a good special. It was it had a? It reminded me a lot of Bill Hicks mm-hmm. in a way because of how Bill used to go off on the government and shit. Wouldn't even try to be funny. He would just become more like a preacher than he was a comedian. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what it made me think of. Mm. I saw uh, this movie in a way reminds me of. Uh, have you seen uh, the show Bad Omens yet? Bad? I've never heard of that, actually. It's basically the same plot. It's uh, about an angel and a demon that have been mm-hmm. on Earth since the beginning of time together. Like, the demon was the one that tempted Eve in the, the Garden of Eden, and then uh, the angel gave them a sword to protect themselves when they got kicked out. And, uh, like, basically everything they do null and voids each other. So they just kind of don't do anything and they hang out. And uh, the demon gets called in the 80s and is uh, uh, summoned to deliver Lucifer's child to the, uh, to the hospital to uh, be swapped out with a politician's baby. But then they fuck it up and they give the wrong baby. They give the Antichrist to the wrong parents. Oh, jeez. And uh, so the baby that they followed all of its life thinking it was going to be the Antichrist um, turns out to be the wrong baby. It's the wrong baby. Yeah. And uh, it's it's really good. It's I recommend it. It's got David Tennant in it. Uh, I'm a big oh. David Tennant fan, so. All right. You may have to definitely check that out. wonder if this was a real snake. No, there it goes. And uh-huh. Peter's pissed about this one. <laughs> but it's CGI. We don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, this was before CGI. Yeah, they had a little bit of computer graphics. Not like today where you can have like a friggin' aerial fight and it's like totally CGI'd. Yeah, that's kind of, uh, that's kind of, it takes away from it for me. Like you don't get, I, I kind of like cheesy special effects in movies sometimes. <laughs> But anyway, let's read the uh, let's read the synopsis on this uh, so-called movie. I call it a hunk of shit, but uh, you guys decide for yourselves. Yeah, it's, it says uh, in 1979, a priest at the Vatican sees a comet arching over the moon, described as the eye of God. Good Lord, this is boring. Is this the whole damn thing? Yeah. Uh, uh, basically Arnold Schwarzenegger has to fight the devil or the Antichrist or something and yeah. protect this girl that's supposed to be like his bride or some shit. No, they cheat. I mean, the premise I believe was the devil like inputs like his seed or whatever. And like he's just, she's bearing birth to the Satan's kid. Okay. So then she's like Satan's daughter. Yeah. She's basically the person chosen to bear Satan's child. Oh, okay. I was about to say, go figure Satan would try to have sex with his own daughter. Yeah, no. Makes me think a lot of... You know what? I'm not going to get political. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell me twice. (laughs) 
Oh, man. Hang on. Let me get a sip of this. Sky Vodka, born in San Francisco. I should give out more ASMR drink recipes in the in future episodes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to ruin someone's liver in five minutes, sure. <laughs> so, uh, what else is new? Did you see on Twitter where uh, Guns N' Roses are asking people to... Uh, to send them videos of their uh, concert experience, even though everybody that does that is getting copyright strikes. Oh God, that I I friggin' laughed at that. I'm like, are you are you freaking kidding me? Like seriously, <laughs> is Walker there's, behind this? <laughs> there's a reason we don't put this show on YouTube. Oh, we get screwed. You have Guns and Roses in the title. Oh, flagged. We'd be we'd be up on there for about I would give us two hours. Yeah, I was gonna say if you want to get demonetized on YouTube, put in nudity and Guns and Roses, you'll be instantly. <laughs> <laughs> but now uh, it looks like uh, they've they've uh, they started getting lazy, and they're like, "Look, just report yourselves, please. Help us out." It's uh, like saying, "Yeah, I totally stole a loaf of bread from my local bakery. I'm just gonna turn myself in." Are you what? <laughs> <laughs> I just killed a man. No big deal. Even say that. It's more like I took a picture of the bread from my local bakery, and now they're trying to act like I stole it. <laughs> like who is bootlegging songs off of shitty cell phone videos? What is the harm? I saw uh, the certain fan that was banned. Uh, my prediction came true. Uh, he showed up at the uh, Exit 111 festival. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Ballsy. I told you they were not going to be able to reinforce that. No, he's smart. He's at a festival. You can't really enforce that. If it's their own show, different story. But Yeah, I don't know how that works. I mean, maybe if they had like a restraining order or some shit on them. Could be, but that that's going to take some time to implement or whatever and i think you would have to have a better reason than i think he might have leaked a couple of songs speaking of leaked songs uh we do want to say something about last week's episode i still don't know what the fan reaction or the listener reaction is going to be on it but i have a pretty good idea and uh i'm personally sorry <laughs> mm-hmm. uh they can't all be five star episodes i guess i don't know how yeah. else we could have tackled that though yeah, there is a yeah there's really no other way unless you know copyright strike or like we're getting our asses in a lawsuit yeah and i didn't want that you don't want that and i'm sure you guys listening don't want that i can't afford um, that shit but if you listen along it was probably better to kind of hear what we're talking about and there's not even a lot of information on these songs but yeah. we 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 made a commitment to review everything. So we're going to mm-hmm. review everything within reason as long as it's got yeah. lyrics and it's not just an instrumental. Yeah. There's only Which like means, yeah, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What you say? No, I'm saying for like those leak leak songs, there's only a few of them that have like a decent amount of information whether they like snippets of it leaked in the past or it was like mentioned multiple times in like different interviews. Yeah. That's yeah. A lot of them don't really. It's like we just heard them for the first time. <laughs> Do you think we have the general yet? Hell no. I don't think, honestly, the general does not exist. It's probably like a different name or something. Yeah. Might be a different name for Watch it turn out to be something like Chinese democracy. <laughs> oh, jeez. And then all this time we thought it was something else. 
I'm not really buying the the concert, whatever, where they were at the party and somebody recorded it on a cell phone. That could have been any fucking thing. Well, I mean, you never know because, like, even before like the Chinese Democracy album came out, Axel was testing this shit in like strip clubs at four in the morning. Yeah, well, so you never know. Well, you know, before Guns N' Roses' Appetite came out, they were testing their own shit in strip clubs. So, oh, that's for sure. Um. That's really about all I know to talk about. Not a lot has gone on since the last time we uh, we did a show. Uh, we will be bringing back the lottery at the end of this episode. Uh, Absolutely. So we'll uh, we'll find out what our second uh, second uh, program in November is going to be in uh, in just a little bit. I'm still watching it this movie and. <laughs> Oh, I love this part. Here we go. Uh, so this is the scene, Chris, where uh, Arnold is uh, being woken up by his uh, partner, I guess. And he's putting together his breakfast shake. Let's see if we can figure out what all's in this. There's a can of something, some Pepto-Bismol. We should put this together and try it, Chris. Oh, my gosh. This already sounds like a, a, a catastrophe. <laughs> There's a glass of leftover booze. Looks like some bread. Oh, some Chinese takeout leftover. Oh, how ironic. Yeah, yeah. Ah, ah, I see the I see the connection there. And uh a piece of pizza off of the floor. Just cram that one in there. And uh, we got a breakfast shake. All right. So you guys out there, uh, uh, what we want all the listeners to do is to try this. Give us your reviews of this breakfast shake. And uh, tell us tell us uh, if it makes you feel more, uh, more, uh, more manly, like you could take on the devil himself. And also tell us if you get E. coli. So I don't have to cover your hospital bill. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're going to warn you. You're doing this at your own risk. We're yeah, totally if you want paying. Listeria, it's up to you. We're not paying for anything. So, uh, good luck if you're stupid enough to actually do that. Uh, yeah. uh, good luck to you. Oh, yeah, we we just you. recommended it. You know, doesn't mean it's mandatory. Uh, we suggested it. <laughs> yeah, big wording there. <laughs> Who suggested... Uh, can you get uh, can you get in trouble for suggesting something? Like I could suggest, like, hey, I ain't got no money. Well, I suggest you rob a bank then, and then if you go do it, am I gonna get in trouble? No, we're just playing devil's advocate at this point. Now, I wish we were watching Devil's Advocate. It's a much better movie than this piece of shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, Caputo, I texted Caputo on Twitter the the other day when I was watching this, and I was like, I was, I was about halfway through it. And I tweeted Caputo, and I was like, I'm watching End of Days, and hashtag, oh my god, this is boring. And I told you to wait for the end credits. <laughs> yeah, I think what I ended up doing, this is how I knew I'd give up on this movie. I was in my, uh, I had I had went in, uh, in the bedroom, and was picking up clothes, and then I started doing laundry. And then mm-hmm. I was in the kitchen washing dishes, Uh I like the hair on this 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 guy, the guy that's about to fall apart on the train. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, I was in the kitchen washing dishes, and when I've left a movie to go wash dishes, that's how uh, I know 
that I've given up on this movie because I completely forgot that I was even watching the damn thing <laughs> at one point. Uh, I think I was in the bedroom floating clothes and I heard something going on in the living room. I was like, oh yeah, I was supposed to be watching that piece of shit movie. And I came in just in time to catch the end credits. Nice. And uh, I have a feeling I will similarly uh, give up on it this go around too. As a matter of fact, let's go ahead and let's mute the movie. We'll see what happens through the rest of it. I told you guys this wasn't going to be a watch along. So if you are watching along, uh, uh, props to you, I guess. Yeah. Um, But anyway, uh, let's get into the song. Let's listen to the song. and uh, Let's do that. Let's see uh, what's going on. Oh, by the way, what was that rumor I was reading? Uh, Have you read that rumor about GNR about to do a movie or some shit? No, what are you, are you talking about the the Soundgarden movie? Maybe I, I don't know. There I was, yeah, because there was one where like I think they're doing a a movie on like Soundgarden and Chris Cornell, and allegedly there was some dude who's supposed to play Axl Rose, but then I think Cornell's wife basically shot that whole thing down. Oh, so that was that. But then I know hmm, there was there was just a recent interview. Oh. Appetite for Distortion also. we got to shout out Brando as well. Um, yep. He did an interview with uh, Mark Cantor. I remember it, like, I think it was saying that James Franco wanted to adapt Mark Cantor's book into a movie or something. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, James Franco. I think James Franco's Axel Rose. That'd be interesting. I, I could see that. Like, I could see that. One of my first internet shows I wanted to do... Uh, me and a buddy of mine uh, thought about uh, doing like a uh, a morning news show called Good Morning James Franco, <laughs> and the idea was it was uh, a CN the the storyline was going to be it was a CNN style news show that James Franco had commissioned just for himself to watch with his morning coffee every morning, mm-hmm. and instead of addressing the listeners as everybody or whatever, be like, now James today in the news. This is what happened, and and then we would we would read the news as if we were talking directly to James Franco, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I don't remember why we ended up not doing it. I guess because the joke wouldn't be funny more than a week, but uh, I still think it's funny. So, what yeah. is? And I could see James Franco as Axl Rose. <laughs> I could also see James Franco, uh, strangely enough, as uh, Kanye West. So, uh, <laughs> that I'll, would burn the literal internet down. <laughs> hey, Robert Downey Jr. pulled it off. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, that was before everyone went PC, though. Eh, maybe. There was a time you could sort of get away with that shit. Like, it was interesting because he was like an actor playing another, an actor who was in a role. So it's like, uh, it's like six degrees of separation at that point. <laughs> Dude playing another dude disguised as another dude. (laughs) Well, here's what you do. You get Robert Downey Jr. to play James Franco, who's playing the role of Kanye West. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's like Eddie Murphy Norbit levels of, like, confusion right now. (laughs) Oh, man. I forgot about that movie. Norbit. That was a good one. Uh, Anyway... Here's Oh My God. Let's have a listen. Oh, 
What do we know about this one? Um, there's some stuff. It was released November 2nd, 1999. Happy 20th. So I'm guessing this is just Robin on guitars then? Actually, there's... Who knows? Because Axel's saying Robin Fink did have a... He actually didn't play guitars, but he was part of the arrangement. Robin Fink's like, no, I didn't have anything to do with this song. So, like, I have no idea. What about Paul Tobias? He's yeah, he's on here. He's credited as one of the songwriters. Oh, okay. So the songwriters: Axel, Tobias, uh, Dizzy Reed, Josh Freese, Tommy Stinson, and Sean Riggs. Let's see here. It's got a very nine-inch nail sound to it. Oh yeah, it's credited as like industrial and a little bit of new metal in here too. I would have liked to have gotten an album of this kind of shit. Oh, absolutely. This is badass, this song. Yeah, what all would have been on it? I know Shacklers would have made the cut. Oh, Shacklers has a guest rap spot? That'd be interesting. What was it? What, I'm sorry, what was that? Yeah, are you saying talking about the Shaquille O'Neal when he walked into the, the studio oh, and laid no, down some raps? Shacklers Revenge. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, there is that story, too, of Shaquille. <laughs> yeah. That's freaking hilarious. I think Dan told us that. Wasn't that his question when he was from what, the Famicom? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But there is, like, that age-old story of, like, Shaq just walking into the same studio as the Guns was there. Axel wasn't there, obviously. And he laid down raps of Dizzy Reed and Chris Pittman. I can tell you this. The guitar work is phenomenal, though. Yeah, um, who's credit is well Tobias, um, and then you have Dave Navarro and Gary Sunshine. I didn't know Dave Navarro was on there. Yeah, I think he just did this one song. He did like some solo or something. This is definitely the only good thing that came off of that shitty movie. Oh, this is the best part of the movie. You have to wait two and a half minutes into the end credits, though. Yeah. Is that all build up or is that like you think is that build up to the song? I could respect it as build up to the song. Maybe. What did you think about the version that leaked with uh, Bumblefoot on guitar? Not as good as this original version. I think this version could have been mixed a little bit better. Axel's lyrics kind of get trampled on. Yeah, a little here and there, but like that leaked version sounded like too. Uh, didn't sound as heavy. It didn't sound as hard enough, like as this one does. Yeah. Trying not to sing along while we're doing this. <laughs> one way or another. Alrighty, there OMG. it was. Uh, I, I, I really like this sound for the band, and I really wish, like maybe not this, I, I don't wish this would have been what Chinese democracy sounded like, because I really like how it is, as is. I just wish there was more, 
of this type of music, like maybe a an EP or something. So we had more than just this song in this style. I mean, like I said, we got Shackler's Revenge. Um, I guess Chinese Democracy could kind of be considered that style, but I, I don't really hear it. Uh, there's Silkworms. That would have been one that would have made that cut, I feel like. I should have. But, uh, yeah, I think it would have been cool to have an EP of this style of uh, metal for... Totally, like the build-up to democracy or something, you know, like a Chinese EP. Yeah. The pre-leftovers. Yeah, but alas, it shall never happen. And uh, that reminds me, speaking of things I think are never going to happen, don't forget, you can enter our... uh, I've decided that I'm not going to fuck with setting up an email address for you to send out to enter the uh, win a Dr. Pepper uh, contest. (laughs) Uh, So what we're going to do is we're going to put it over on uh, our Discord page. Link is at the top of the description here. Uh, Go join us on Discord, and uh, we will... uh, We'll uh, we'll add a separate room to enter the Dr Pepper sweepstakes, <laughs> and uh, if you really want it, uh, if one and, and you know what, if only one person enters and they release something in six months, there you go, you just won. Yeah, you'll be the luckiest man alive, at least for that day. <laughs> we will send you. Uh, I will send you a uh, one Dr Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> The lamest contest in all of uh, uh, podcast and radio history. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's the lamest yes, contest. Yes, it's pretty lame, I'd say. The lamest. As long as we've got the lamest one, then uh, then I'm good with that. So, uh, Oh My God has been played live four times. Uh, and it was played live four times in early 2001 on the first leg of the Chinese Democracy Tour and has remained absent since then. But the band yeah. has played it in sound checks as recently as 2011. There's and clips of that on YouTube. You say you got that on YouTube? There, well, there's like video. I think it was, yeah, like Rock in Rio 2011. Mm-hmm. I think there's like someone, I don't know, someone videotaping outside and they heard like GNR sound checking. You can kind of hear them sound checking oh my god it's like a quick like minute and change video but I you do hear it being sound checked in uh, Kansas City too maybe hmm. I don't know I know uh, uh, well let me ask you this if they were there for sound check for Rock and Rio which was an all day event why in the hell did they go on four hours late uh, I don't know. Was Axel like we're watching a terrible Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie again, like the last time? Or he was watching End of Days. That too. He's like, oh, Arnold, this is some good shit, man. No, it's he not. Got all the way through it, and he was like, that movie didn't make sense. Maybe if I watch it again. And he's like, oh, I totally remembered. I made a song for the end of this movie. What? <laughs> we should play this. <laughs> hey, you guys, sound check that song. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, song. We Damn, might get some to sound check it. <laughs> if I'm in the mood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I turned the shitty movie back on. Let's see what else was. Uh, it says in an interview with Guitar Works in April 2003, rhythm guitarist Richard Ford has mentioned that he was planning on using his Anderson uh, <clears throat> Anderson Barthom. I have no idea because I don't play guitar. Guitar. Some sort of guitar. Do what? 
Oh, so it's like some certain guitar, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a future tour while performing the song, although it was not played since 2001, it has showed up on alternate set lists uh, for uh, the t- in uh, 2018 during the Not In This Lifetime tour. Oh, I remember when that showed up, I was like, are they really going to revive this song? Uh, I don't see that happening. I don't think Axel could sing that anymore. So I see, if that's the case, can I get this thing on Spotify again, or what? Uh, is it on Spotify? I don't know. Like, one day, sometimes it is, some days it isn't. It's weird. Because, hmm. like, if I find the End of Days soundtrack, like the album, it's like only three songs are available to listen to. What other songs came off of this album? Oh, gosh. This was full of new music from bands such as Korn, Everlast, and everyone's favorite, Limp Bizkit. Not. Oh, God. Um, they had The Prodigy, Rob Zombie. There's an Eminem song on here. Oh, Power Man 5000. Haven't heard of them since 97. <laughs> I haven't thought about them in years. <laughs> and uh, there's a Creed song on here, so... Ugh. Gross. Uh, <laughs> Creed, ugh. Yeah, I hard pass on Creed every time. Um, that means that this being 20 years old, doesn't that make this officially a classic rock song now? I guess so, yeah. Yeah, so this is officially a classic rock song, so uh, that means I can start annoying my local classic rock station, KCMQ. Uh, shout out to you guys to, to start playing Oh My God. Do you even have a copy of that anymore? A copy of Oh My God? Yeah, because it was only like... Issued to radio st- Actually, they may be, because it's only issued to radio stations. There wasn't, like, a public uh, single available for, like, you know, the public to buy. You know what? I can put one on a CD and make that shitty-looking uh, CD cover that they made and send oh, yeah, it out the, to The promotional single cover here on Wikipedia is just like, oh, Guns N' Roses. Oh, my God. Like, fonts. Yeah. <laughs> How hard could it be? Yeah, it's basically like we just gave up on this band already. There's no slash. Ah, Giffen fucked up on that one. Yeah. So potential. Yeah. I was gonna say I was just gonna drop some some history, some facts about the song. Okay. Um. So it's primarily written by Paul Tobias around '97. Uh, Dizzy Reed wrote the hook of the chorus. Here's a kicker too. Axel claimed that former members Duff McKagan and Matt Swarm failed to see the potential of the song and had no interest in recording or playing the piece. Huh. Yeah. So, so this goes back a little bit, a little ways then. Uh, talking about who was involved with it, according to Wikipedia, uh, it says we got Axl Rose on lead vocals, Paul Tobias on rhythm guitar, Tommy Stinson on bass, Dizzy Reed on keyboards and synthesizers, Chris Pittman on keyboards and synthesizers, and Josh Fries on drums. So it was... Uh, uh, Paul Tobias on rhythm, but it doesn't say... Okay, here we go. Additional instrumentals. Uh, Robin Fink, Dave Navarro, and Gary Sunshine on lead guitar uh, in typical uh, Chinese democracy fashion. And uh, mm-hmm. Stuart Wright had additional programming with Brian Stancic, and I have no idea if I'm pronouncing that right or not. Mm-hmm. And it peaked at number 26 on the U.S. mainstream rock charts and uh what else let's see it's not bad for a song they only played for like five weeks yeah i know right uh let's see 
According to uh, Wikipedia, it says it did not fare well on rock radio if it had a limited run of five weeks, peaking at number 26. Nevertheless, it won a 1999 Metal Edge Reader's Choice Award for the soundtrack song of the year. Which, I mean, I, I enjoy it. I don't see what everybody's bitching about. I mean, it doesn't sound like Welcome to the Jungle, but I mean, it's 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 not supposed to, guys. Yeah. But I think, like, there was a lot of hype surrounding that because, like, oh, well, the last thing that, like, Guns ever recorded, I guess, well, besides the Spaghetti Incident, those all covers, I wouldn't count that, is probably the Illusions albums, and you have to, like, live up to that. And, like, then probably people hear this and they're like, oh, we're, we're Slash, bro. Yeah. Everybody was still bitching about Slash. Yeah. Speaking of Slash, he actually, like, um, stayed upon hearing the song. He didn't have any real opinion about it, and then it... He said that it convinced me that my departure had been a wise decision and that Axel and I were definitely no longer on the same wavelength musically. Yeah. I'll tell you about it. But now you got to remember, these are the same people that brought Limp Biscuit to, like, number one. Oh. So Ugh. your opinion doesn't, doesn't hold a lot of weight with me. Yeah. Uh, when you tell me that this song sucks, but then you're raving about how great Limp Biscuit is. Yeah. Tell me, Fred Durst, what the fuck is a nookie? <laughs> that makes me think if this is uh classic rock now then it's only a couple more years until Limp Biscuit's going to be classic rock. No, it'll be classic garbage. And then we're going to have to put up with that bullshit on our classic rock stations. Oh god. So uh everybody help us protest. Call your local classic rock station and th- threaten to burn it to the ground if they play. Limp Stop Biscuit. giving Fred Durst money. He doesn't fucking need it. Good lord, he fucking doesn't deserve it. <laughs> that guy too. looks like he couldn't hold down a job at Wendy's. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and then you listen to him talk, and it just gets so much worse. Like he's a fucking idiot. I can't. Ugh. Thank God there was never a uh, collaboration with GNR and Limp Biscuit. Okay, Limp Bizkit wouldn't even be able to hold a candle playing rhythm guitar in GNR. I forgot they had guitars. <laughs> oh, man. I just remember hating them and hating uh, what else was back then. Creed, I think. We've already kind of discussed that. Oh, fuck Scott Stapp. But the rest of the guys are okay. Nickelback. Nickelback Ugh. suck. Uh, Enya. I remember Enya made a comeback there for a little while. Enya, oh my god. Yeah, because you would, you'd be watching uh, VH1, and then one minute it'd be like Rob Zombie and shit, and then the next minute it'd be fucking Enya. I mean, back then, you could still watch music videos on MTV, but they got to uh-huh. where all they played was rap, and so nobody was watching it. Yeah. <laughs> then they act like, well, it's the music nobody wants anymore. Uh, no, it's the music that you're playing nobody wants to hear. Yeah, well, I mean that, and plus, like, TV nowadays, it's just, like, a secondary thing, especially with the ways we can access shows and music videos and all that now. Oh, yeah. Like, I still feel like MTV died way too soon, but I think a lot of that is their own accord, and they're just trying to save face by blaming the change of, uh, like, how people were... Because we didn't even have stream. When MTV died, YouTube wasn't even a thing yet. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like... Like, it's easy to say that now because people don't remember that, but, like, no, that's 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 not the case. You fucked up. 
Mm-hmm. You fucked it up, and you can't blame us because you fucked it up. But 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 good on you for trying. I mean, uh, but no, YouTube wasn't even a thing yet when MTV died, and so that is not the reason they died. They died because they started playing shitty ass rap music, and nobody wanted to hear it. So everybody started watching MMUSA and fucking VH1. And then, now I could see them getting killed by YouTube because, I mean, it is pretty nice being able to control the playlist. That's pretty dope, Caputo. We live in a day and age where our whole music playlist is just music videos. And everything has at least a live video to watch while we uh, listen to it. Yeah. Which is 90% of what I watch on television anyway is music videos. Ah, yeah. I was an MTV kid, man. I want my MTV. MTV. But I also don't want the shitty songs that comes with it. No, it's just (laughs) become a reality TV show cesspool, and like it's just ass. Yeah, it's pretty rough. It's pretty hard to watch now. But uh, uh, the old days are still with us. The days of Headbangers Ball and... Oh, good old days. Then when he had Fuse TV with Mistress Julia. Mm-hmm. That was pretty uh pretty awesome. That was my fir- first woman I ever loved, Caputo. Mistress <laughs> Julia from Fuse, or Much Music USA. Don't even remember the name of her show. It was like uh, Metal something. Who knows? Let's see how far we're into this crappy movie. Only 37 minutes. Oh, God. <laughs> into this shitty movie. And uh, you know what? We're about 41 minutes into our podcast today. So let's go ahead and uh, spin the wheel and uh, wrap up for the day. Sure, let's do it. And uh, we'll, call it a, we'll call it even mm-hmm. on this one. Let's get the wheel pulled up. We're going to push it at the same time, Chris. All right, give us, give us a countdown, Dustin. Three. <laughs> Two, two, one. Spoon. One. Civil War. Ooh. Oh, nice. All right. So we're getting back into the illusion days next week. Yeah. It's... And uh, I'm actually looking forward to this one. Yeah. This is like the only sort of like very political kind of like guns and roses song yeah it's interesting because like you're coming off of, like appetite where it's about like la and party and like girls and sex and shit like that and you're making like a statement like this like oh it's bold well now we're older and we're paying attention to what's going on around us in the world and our opinion our voice has some listeners to it now oh absolutely so especially in the, see, those days yeah see that being a thing well, uh, I guess that's going to wrap it up then. Are you ready to go home, Chris? Let's send him home. Happy 20th anniversary to OMG, a yeah. very underrated gem in the history of Guns N' Roses. May not have been the best comeback for Axel and his new band, but they had other opportunities. I think we're going to mention those later on as oh, our yeah. podcast goes on. Oh, yeah. There's all kinds of great things that are still to come. And uh, if you want to check this out, I recommend looking it up on YouTube. If you want to hear it live, the Rock and Rio one I think is out there somewhere, easy to find on YouTube. If it hadn't got uh, rangered off yet, and, oh, it's still uh, there. It's still there. Yeah, I was Good checking deal. yesterday. It's still there. Good deal. 
And uh, we will see you next week, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wait. We forgot to rate this song. We've got about yeah. two minutes. Uh, what do you give it? I'm going to give it like a, a three and a quarter out of five. Three and a quarter out of five? Uh, that's about what I was thinking. So I, I'll, I think I'll just go straight three All right. out of five. Uh, that's, uh, that's my opinion. All right. We'll see you next week, Chris. We'll see you next week, guys. Peace. At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout D.C. to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash gradschool.